0: G'day and welcome to the Wing It podcast. Now, if this is your first episode or your 18th episode of this series, I'd like to thank you for joining us. But in this series, Dogger and I will be going through and previewing every single AFL team. We're going to be talking about what we like, what we don't like, and where this team will end up come season's end. So I apologise in advance if we rip your team a new one, but let's get to it. Moving on to the Collingwood Magpies. Uh, Usually we like to, usually when you say Collingwood, you have a bit of you have something to talk about. Yeah, This year, not so much. And no. that's not a fan of that. But let's just get into what we like straight away. And what I like is they got youth out their ass. Yep. They're going in on youth and it's good youth too. I feel like the youth
1: that they have is almost like win now youth.
0: Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, because
1: we were talking about the Crom before about how they've got the sort of five-year development youth. youth. Yeah, the projects. And same with North Melbourne. But I feel like, like Dacos, he seems ready right now. Obviously, his brother, quite young still, he's ready right now. Uh, you had some great players come through last year. Like Polter. Poulter, Poulter McQuarrie. Um McQuery was awesome in the forward line. Cray. Um, Rusco. I was gonna say McCray, I'm really impressed with as well. And even um yeah, just some of their young forwards as well. Re- but that's
0: probably the best point you've ever said in the podcast. That's oh, that's a mate, that's a really, really good point. It's I don't know win. if that's a compliment or a disc. It's a win. <laughs> it's both. Take out you like. It's a win now, youth. I'm a yeah. big fan of that.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna sneak games where like you love Dacos coming out, you'll get thirty touches and it'll look really good. I'm um, not saying he's gonna consistently do that all year but either day guys could do that yeah exactly right so I just think some of their youth is just really going to step up uh, and and look really great and especially with some of their off-season acquisitions as well like Lipinski great Um, great yeah we love him here so I think he's a really good pickup and he's really silky player and I think he's another player youth but he's coming from a grand final uh, appearance side so he's got that sort of veteran head on him
0: but still young. And he'll average 22 touches, I reckon. Yeah, he'll sure. average good, good ball use. Um, I also love their mix, what they've got. Yeah. They've got a perfect mix of old heads. And not just old... This isn't just, you know, shitty old heads. Yep. This is... This is not Geelong. This is not... <laughs> this is not... I'm trying to think of an example of a shitty old head and I can't even really think of any. Geelong's uh, team. Kyle Hardigan. Like, sorry, yeah. mate. This isn't, this, isn't old, this old head. This is... Stars. Yeah. Pendle Brees. All Australian level. Taylor players. Adams. Side bum. Dugowie. Oh, no. Don't worry. <laughs> um, this is elite. They've got a great range of middle tier players. Like your Dugowie, like middle tier in terms of age. Yeah. Dugowie's going around. Dusty Moores. Brody rough Meyer heads. Checks. Roughheads. I love it. And then the young, young brigade, which we just spoke of. It's probably the most complete team, I think, in the AFL in terms of... Balance. Balance. Yeah. The top, the middle, and the bottom. And that's what you need when you're rebuilding. Yeah. And when you're a team like Collingwood... That's what you should be doing,
1: and I think that's what's going to help the youth become win now players. You're, yeah, you're surrounded by a side bottom. You're surrounded by Pendlebury, Adams. These are the sort of players who have they've been winning for us the same period of time, long time. So you're surrounded by other winners, and that's how you're going to, have to learn how to win. And I think that's really positive for Collingwood in the long term. I might just um, change my prediction.
0: Oh, you might ask. I think to. they're moving up the ladder. Oh, you're maybe. selling them to me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why either. All right, let's let's snap back to reality. What don't we like? Well, we just said they win now. Yeah. But the way they've been acting and training. It's almost like they don't think it. No. I think internally they're thinking, ah, fuck it. 2027, it's what we're thinking about.
1: Yeah, just lock and load, get the youth in and get them trained up and everything. No
0: finals. uh, The main thing that came out of the uh, Collingwood camp last year was, oh, Pendlebury might go to Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, sidebar might go to Gold Coast. (laughs) Trying to sort of offload some of their stars. Oh, Adam's injured. Let's just rest him for an extra five weeks. That's what it seemed like. They really mm. just didn't give a shit. And I'm worried that they're thinking the same thing. They're now thinking, oh, get rid of Buckley. Just get in another project, coach. Yeah,
1: just sort of put her, put her on the back burner in yeah. terms of winning for the next few years and just develop the young team, which I don't really mind necessarily. But it's not Collingwood. No, it's not Collingwood. It and doesn't it's fit not, DNA It's me. not the sort of winning culture you want to build in a team. So you've been so used to winning for so long and you've had all these great players who do win. So either they're going to get fed up with it. Or you're going to bring up all these young players who aren't used to winning and don't really have that winning spirit and don't want to win. Mm. If you're walking around a club that doesn't want to win whatsoever,
0: and it's Collingwood. This is not Collingwood's DNA. Yeah, not Collingwood at all. is probably the the big dog of the AFL. Always have been, probably always will be. Doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think they could go about this rebuild I think, they, I think they're not realising what they actually have at their disposal Yeah, they should be like that Sydney he never really goes bottom four yeah. always flies around and then peaks like, west coast or like the same
1: as you said Sydney last year they had the young the young talent but it was win now young similar, talent similar mix like you had the Errol Golden came in round one was unbelievable you Chad had Warner's, Chad Warner yep. was unreal all these young players who have come in and they've gelled with the older players similar they've team. been really good very very similar team which yeah. is making me actually start to think that I might Change my prediction now because I know. we saw what Sydney did last year with that great blend between youth and um, and obviously the veterans who are the AA level veterans. So I don't know, maybe maybe we're, the future is a little bit brighter for
0: Collingwood than we think. I think they might just go. Oh, why shouldn't they go? Why can't we win the flag this yeah. year? We've still got this is our last crack with you know Adams, sidebum and Pendles. Exactly right. We've got De and Darcy Moore on either side of the pitch and great youth around them. Why can't we give it a bash?
1: Well. That sort of... Why not us? That, that sort of just is, is, like, evident throughout the team. Like, there's no really... No key positions that aren't win now. Like, you got Brody Grundy on a great contract. We have spoken about Brody contract. Grundy once. Exactly. you got, like, Maichek and uh, Elliot up forward. Elliot does and to go when he's about. and he's yeah. playing. And Darcy Moore, as you said before, down back. Roughhead, great premiership defender. All great defenders. So they've got a good spine going. So there's not really spine. any reason not to win now. No.
0: Wow, well, we've actually just changed our... This is actually, this is, this is an awakening episode. This it is, is, this is yeah. unbelievable. All right, before we get any more awake, uh, let's take a quick break from our partner, Bet with Joel. That was out. All right, if you're having no luck on the pun, and trust me, we've been there. I mean, dogger, tell me how Matt's multi went last season. One for 22, absolutely no good. That's stinking. Well, luckily this season, we are going to be betting with a bit of confidence thanks to our partner, Bet with Joel.
1: Yeah, Joel's been killing it on the NBA for us this season. The Greyhounds are much the same and he tore through the his last AFL season.
0: And his AFL package is by far his most successful and we're going to be on it for sure. So if you're keen to jump on board, make sure you visit the link in our description and sign up for his AFL season-long package and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Okay, well, we'll stick with our, our love affair with the Collingford Magpies, apparently. They're spearhead. I like their forward line. Yep. Now, let me say, let me start this and then I'll finish it. My check is consistent as they come. I love Brody My check, an old fashioned footballer. You love they, well. I love him for the first goal as well. Love like him for the first goal. Anzac Day 2019, I think it was. I'll never forget. Um, is consistent as they come, plays his role, old fashioned, kicks goals, tough, love it. McCreary, great, gonna be a star, yeah, I reckon. Awesome.
1: So strong for his size. Oh, such a great um He
0: looks like a seasoned vet in yeah, his first literally. year. And I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't be surprised if we were seeing a little bit of him in the midfield. I'd like he, that. That running and carry lot like, is so, so quick,
0: so he's strong. Bliss. He's always been quick. Great tackler. Like great tackler. fantastic. Just a, so. just a tough player. Love it. Big yeah. fan of that. And we do and we completely forget about probably their two best forwards in Dagoe and Elliott. Yeah. They might be the best two mid-sized forwards in the comp. Well, we they saw both play Toby Green role and do it exceptionally.
1: We saw Elliot just rip open games last year for oh. them because he was the only thing they had going forward. That game
0: against Crow, I think he yep. had six goals in the first quarter, I think it was. And he was absolutely amazing. And he was all by himself. They had no one help. Now, I'll go into this a little bit. The only thing I don't like about their forward line is the help for Majek. Yeah. They need another tool forward. They I do. think Cox has to play. Unfortunately for them. I'm a big fan of Cox. Oh. I would have happily taken him at Port Adelaide and because I, I think he's got football left in him. Wasn't that long ago he tore up a prelim final, taking the most contested marks ever in a game. Let's not forget that. Very true. Got a lot of football left in him. He's just too much of a specimen, ability uh, physically, wise, physical-wise, to not play. Yeah. He's going to have a new nickname, Goggles, Specs, spec Savers. One of them, because he's going to get, getting around Spec-y with McGee. some sort of goggles, we think, if he's allowed. Um, I think he's got football in him. I think yeah. he has to play. and I think he's got a role there. Yeah. And let's just double it down. We're not asking him to kick six goals, eh? You don't need to be Tom Lynch. Just be a supporting role. Just be a a target. Yeah. Take a few big clunks, bring the ball to ground, and let the kids, as I'll get into, their brigade of kids get the ball. Yeah. How good are these kids? Dakos, McCreary, Polter, Rusko, McCrae, even the Browns.
1: Yeah, the Browns. Like, that's someone we haven't even spoken
0: about either. No. Like, the Browns have been fantastic. Or the, the Dakoses as well. Like, yeah, they got all the brothers. Yeah, they do. So they're deep in terms of the youth, and I think they're deep in terms of their forward line. And I think they're deep in terms of their key positions. Yep. Bar one. Bar, forward. One.
1: Bar one forward. That is their only issue, is who is going to be kicking the goals. It can't all be Majek. It can't all be Cox. They just have no depth up forward. They need that extra key forward. Because they they've got do. depth
0: around it, they need that extra key. You know,
1: so, do you know who I would have liked to see go there? Who? Who you got? Jeremy Finlay. Jeremy Finlay. Yeah, that would have worked, eh? So I, I would have liked to see him. there. Yeah, think that he would have been. He would have had a huge role there, and that would have knocked Majek um, back to the second key forward. Which, which he's better at. Which he's far better at. I
0: think he's a third for me. Yeah. He's a third in a really good team. He's at McGovern in the Crows forward line. Yeah, exactly. So, he's right. the third though. best
1: defender Able yep. to kick goals. Looks good.
0: And he's, at, he's, not, he's not a tall guy. He's tall, but he's not, you know, 200 yeah. centimetres. He's, yeah, that's what I like. All right. So that leads into our Achilles heel. They're so deep in the midfield and something has to give, and that's obviously their forward key position. Yeah. That needs help. Uh, we've already spoken on it. I think Cox can fill that hole, but he's not going to fill it like a Tom Lynch. That's the issue. And I wouldn't be surprised
1: if we see Brody Grundy go forward like he did last year. And he
0: played Dusty Cameron
1: then. Yes. He played very well in that role, which I didn't yeah, mind. Yeah, I love it. But then that adds to the Achilles heel further, which it yeah. takes that depth away from, from the midfield. your midfield. So, so,
0: yeah, it's a six to one, half dozen the other, isn't exactly. it?
1: Exactly. You're paying Brody Grundy all this money to be that extra midfielder, like all of the great assets and attributes that he does possess, and you're taking that away and just putting him forward because he's tall. Yeah, that's So funny. it sort of takes away from that, and I feel like the, this forward key position – like lack of depth is going to be their crux and it's going to be oh. their Achilles heel because as I said it's going to affect their midfield it's going to affect their back line when they threw Darcy Moore up forwards the words year, out my mouth um it's just going to affect other assets of the ga- or aspects of the game
0: that they're so strong in uh, and I think that might be their downfall I think this is why Cox has to play yeah I think I think he has to they got nothing else yeah you could I, I would play personally I play Cox and Cameron wow I'd go both of them with my tick as a third tool yeah love that for them they're not going to tear the game apart, but they free it up for everyone else. I think Cox and Cameron are just, they can
1: do nothing below the knees. So it really takes that no aspect away from you. need to. go and Elliot. Yeah, I know. Whether to will play or not. And
0: McCreary. Yeah, of course go A bit of a cloud. And Elliot around them. McCreary around them. Yeah. Love it. All right. Wow. Didn't expect this episode to go like this for the no. Collingwood. Why do I keep calling them by full name? They're not, they're not a full name person. But anyway, I keep no. calling with the Collingwood Magpies. I've
1: changed around my, my prediction.
0: Yeah, we, I've changed mine. They'll win games. They will. They're going to win games. And Just they've pure, always... Based off pure talent. Oh, And they've always got a home strong home ground advantage. Always play the MCG. Always get good times. Always, always wear black time. shorts. Always wear black shorts. Big thing for me. Very superstitious. Big thing for Collingwood. I know they're black and white. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'll um, <laughs> get back onto it. And a new coach. Who knows yeah. what could happen with him? I actually forget his name. But um, changing it up. More predictable, big fan. I think with their all Australian level stars in the midfield particularly, they're tenth.
1: Yep. I've got tenth tenth as well. Yep. I had them down for fourteenth, but we sold them. All right, yeah, tenth. They're gonna rise up. Honestly, after, good not to. after speaking about them in this podcast, I wouldn't be surprised if they just made the finals, just like Sydney did yep. last year. I agree. That exact model. If they're going for that, all they need, what they don't have right now it's just that mindset. Yeah. That mindset of we can make finals. Look at what Sydney did last year. They why went not from us? went from 12th to 6th and they were one of the best teams in the competition, so why not us? Yeah. Well
0: that is our uh, this will be the segment you'll see on Instagram. Our hot wing, straight up there. I think Collingwood can make finals. They can. I think they're 10th. They just need to follow the Sydney model from I think last they can year, make, so they can. Collingwood can make finals. Wow, didn't expect to say that. No. Wow, what a great episode! Great episode. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Next we have Essendon Bombers. It's a good episode, so lots to talk about there. So stay tuned. They'll be out in the next two to three days. And uh, thank you for listening. Good night.
1: reminiscing on the days, I ain't know what was ahead. What I gotta do to make sure the family fed?